Let's enjoy today's message by Sam Adiemi. Okay, good. So let's continue on our series on praise. Why we should praise today. Why we should praise. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Lord. Just a, just a few, few points, a few ideas, and we pray. Number one, God deserves our praise. God deserves our praise. We praise in celebration or adoration of who a person is and what the person can do or does. So we praise God because of who he is. He has no competition. He's the greatest being in existence. Then we praise God because of what he does. And when it comes to what God does, he also has no competition. So God deserves the highest level of adoration, the highest level of admiration, the highest level of praise. Isaiah 46 verses 9 to 11. I'll read it from the Message Bible. Isaiah 46, 9 to 11. I've shared before from this passage how God gave me rest over this time. One day during our first year when things were really, really rough, right? And we were, we were not looking like it, okay? And um, I was in my office saying, Lord, <laughs> ah, that vision you showed me, are you sure it's going to come to pass? Are you sure it's going to come to pass? If we continue at this rate, it may take us 500 years <laughs> to get to the fulfillment of that vision that I saw. And the Holy Spirit took me to this passage of Scripture. Isaiah 46, verses 9 to 11, Message Bible. Remember your history, your long and rich history. I am God, the only God you've ever had or ever will have. Incomparable, irreplaceable, from the very beginning telling you what the ending will be. All along letting you in on what is going to happen. Assuring you, I mean this for the long haul. I'll do exactly what I set out to do, calling that eagle Cyrus out of the east from a far country, the man I chose to help me. I've said it, and I'll most certainly do it. I've planned it so it's as good as done. Hey! <laughs> and what I saw God doing in the passage was bragging. I am God. And you know, I was reading it then in the King James Version of the Bible. And it said, beside me, there's no other. <laughs> I am God. I am the Alpha, I'm the Omega, I'm the beginning, I'm the end. <laughs> he said, look, I, he said, I'm in it for the long haul. I don't die. <laughs> Woo, I don't die. So if I tell you this is where it's going, he said, that's where it is going. <laughs> I remember that day he said to me, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. He said, I can tell you where it's going to end because nobody can stop me in between. God, come on, deserves our praise because he's the greatest. He is the greatest. Hmm. Psalm 145 verse 3, New Living Translation. Psalm 145 verse 3. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. 
so this is what I love about about this, that when it comes to who he is, we actually can't even define how great he is. <laughs> Nobody can measure him. And when it comes to what he can do, forget it. We're only just scratching the surface of his creation. Are you aware that the sun that you think is just hanging in the sky is 147 million kilometers from this planet? 147 million <laughs> kilometers. Are you sure that's not an estimate or something? No, 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 no. They've sent spacecraft there. It's accurate. The speed of light has been calculated, right? It takes light eight minutes to travel from the sun to the earth. So by the time you're seeing the light, it left the sun 147 million kilometers away eight minutes ago. In other words, if the sun was to just disappear, disintegrate and disappear, right? It will be eight minutes before we would know. <laughs> by the time it disappears in your own eye, it will be eight minutes after it actually really, really disappeared. It's now. The sun is so huge. You know, it's considered one of the stars in the sky. It's so huge that it can contain the earth that we're standing on. 1.3 millions of them. The, the sun can contain 1.3 million earths. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So it's considered one of the stars, right? Now, there is another star, right, that can contain 300 of the sun. There are 400 billion stars in our galaxy, they call it our galaxy the Milky Way, 400 billion stars just in our galaxy and there are other galaxies. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Is your mind stretching? Who do you think God is? <laughs> we can't measure his greatness. We can't measure who he is. We can't measure what he can do. So we should not be able to measure the praise that we give him. Whoa, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me pause. Let me pause for some shouts. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, my God. Who do you think God is? He deserves our praise. Thank you, Lord. You deserve our praise. All right. Why we should praise God? Number two. Praise shifts our focus from problems to God. Praise shifts our focus from problems to God, and focus is a powerful thing. I'll show you how. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, some armies, the armies of three countries came to attack Israel. Okay? Let me read. Second Chronicles 20, verses 1 to 2. 
And then I'll read verses 21 and 22. New Living Translation. After this, the armies of the Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Munites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Hazazon Tamar. This was another name for Engedi. I jump to verse 21. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves. One of the greatest downsides to human nature is our having five senses, five senses that can sense stimulation from the physical world. Our sense of hearing, seeing, uh, tasting, feeling, and so on. Those five senses feed our brain with so much information that our brain begins to assume that the material world, the physical world, is more real than the spiritual world. I call that the downside to human nature. We therefore tend to pay more attention to physical realities than we do to spiritual realities. <laughs> and you know what focus does? It amplifies. Focus amplifies and also ignores. <laughs> Once you focus on someone, let's say there are 10 people in front of you, the more you focus on one person, the less you see the remaining nine. That's life, right? So when we focus more on problems, God fades out of our thinking. When we focus on God, the problems fade out of our thinking. So it's intriguing that Jehoshaphat, the king, would mobilize an army to go face the enemy and that he would put the singers in front, put the people praising God in front. So that what will happen? So that in battle, his army would not focus on the enemy and on their number, you know, and on their weapons and on their capability. His army would focus on God. Hallelujah. Woo. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. You must win the war of focus. You must win the war of focus. If you, if, if you will not be overwhelmed by challenges, you must win the war of focus. That's why in Numbers uh, chapter 21, you know, Israel disobeyed God and then snakes just showed up, poisonous snakes. And as they beat people, people died. Poisonous. As they beat people, people suffered pain and died. Moses cried out to God. Moses cried out to God. Then God said, hmm, hmm, you know what? Make a bronze happen. Make, okay, use bronze to form a snake like the one that is biting them. He said, put it on the pole and raise it. And tell them that they should not look at what is biting them 
they should look at the one on the pole. And anyone who looked would be saved. And that was exactly what happened. What was God teaching them? Don't focus on your problems. Don't focus on the devil and what he's doing. The more you call the devil's name, the more you, 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 you amplify him. And, and honestly, I find that really frustrating. <laughs> no, 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 no. There is no situation where you don't have God. Listen to what the psalmist said. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. His focus was on God. Even while he was walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Look at life. Don't look at death. Whenever you focus on someone or something as being responsible for your problem, you empower that thing. You empower that thing and you turn yourself into the victim of that thing or that person. You keep your focus on Satan, you become his victim. You keep your focus on your boss, you become your boss's victim. You keep your focus on your neighbor who's creating problems, you become their victim. Come on. You must win the war of focus. And praise helps us to keep the focus on God. The more we praise him, the more he is magnified, the bigger he is in our thinking. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Stay on the frequency of praise and thanksgiving this season. There's so much going on in our world, but you've got to take your eyes off them. Amen. And put your focus on God. Praise helps you to keep your focus on God. Number three, praise breaks the hold of sadness and lifts your spirit. Praise breaks the hold of sadness and lifts your spirit. There's so much bad news, you know, in our world right now. And the bad news does what? Creates anxiety. Oh yeah, the bad news creates sadness, creates anxiety, creates hopelessness, okay, creates despair. So you actually need to reduce the quantity of news that you feed on, that you consume during this season. It is just what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay? Keep your focus on God. So when you stay on the frequency of praise, you are able to break free. <laughs> you are able to break free and to lift your spirit. Psalm 42 verse 5, Message Bible. Psalm 42 verse 5. Why are you down in the dumps, dear soul? Why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God. Son, I'll be praising again. <laughs> he puts a smile on my face. He is my God. Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. The psalm is speaking to himself. Why are you cast down my soul? Okay. Why are you cast down my soul? I love it in this translation. Why are you down in the dumps? There so why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God and soon I'll be praising again. You see what I was saying? <laughs> focus, focus. Keep my focus on God. Keep my focus. Soul, you are down in the dumps. You're experiencing the blues because of what you are seeing and what you're hearing. Because of what you are feeding on. I'm shifting my focus back on God. Hallelujah. I'm switching to the frequency of praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 tell us how to switch from the negative to the positive. Right? New Living Translation. New Living Translation. 
Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and then do what? Switch to the frequency of thanksgiving. Of thanksgiving. Christ had a whole crowd to feed. The money was not enough. The food was not enough. They said he took the five loaves of bread and two fish and he gave thanks. Enough of the drama. Some of the prayers that we pray are faithless prayers. Honestly, they are prayers filled with doubt and fear. If you want to get prayer correct and never miss it, do thanksgiving. Uh-uh. Do thanksgiving. First Thessalonians 5.18 In everything, give thanks. For that is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You can pray and miss it, but you cannot pray and miss it. You can't thank God and miss it. It is the will of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. In 1 Samuel 30, uh, David had his wives and children and all of his goods carried away. Some people raided his city and carried everybody away. And he had gone with his men, his fighters, to fight somewhere else. When they came back and saw what happened, the whole city had been burned to the ground. They cried. They wept until they had no more power to weep. When you get to read this first Samuel 30, anytime you are discouraged, read it. And they said, the people were so discouraged, the, the soldiers, the fighters began to talk about stoning David. <laughs> but first Samuel 30 verse 6 that says that David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Come on. You know him. Once he switched his focus to God, took his eyes off the burning buildings, took his eyes off the fact that his wives and children were missing, took his eyes off. Once he shifted and put his focus on God and God grew bigger and bigger and bigger, David had his spirit lifted. And then the solutions began to come to him. And then he asked God, should I pursue these people? God said, pursue them. He said, will I recover? And God said, you will recover all. Hallelujah. I prophesy on someone here today in the name of Jesus. The hold of sadness is broken. As you put your focus on God and the praise begins to come from your spirit, I prophesy your season of restoration is here. <laughs> Finally, praise destroys limitations and birth miracles. Praise destroys limitations and birth miracles. When you get to him, read Acts 16, 22 to 27, most of us know that passage. Paul and Silas were attacked, arrested in Philippi. They said they were beaten with wooden rods, beaten. Then they threw them in jail and put their legs in stocks. They were chained. But then they said at midnight, Paul and Silas <laughs> took their eyes mm, of those government officials took their eyes of the situation of the prison, took their eyes off the stocks on their legs and the chains in their hands, and they said they began to praise God. They began to sing hymns. They said other prisoners could hear them. Hey! And then God grew bigger and bigger and bigger in their minds. 
And then they created the atmosphere for God to show up. And the presence of God showed up in the physical realm. And the Bible says there was an earthquake. The whole prison shook. Shook, shook the doors out, shook the windows out, broke <laughs> the stocks on their feet, broke the chains in their hands, and they were free. Woo! Hey! So, praying will shelter. Whatever those limitations are, praise will break those barriers. Praise will cause the presence of God to be active and to destroy every limitation in the name of Jesus Christ. So are you ready? Oof. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Okay, go ahead and give him praise in your own words. Go ahead and praise him. Remember, praise him. You praise him for who he is. And we don't even know the limit of that. We praise him for what he can do. We don't even know the limit of that. Shift your focus right now and begin to give God thanks. Begin to give him praise. Christ confronted lack with thanksgiving. There was multiplication of loaves and fish. Go ahead and give God praise. You have a lot to be grateful for. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Come on. We're coming to the end of one year. Just think about it. All the journeys you made, think about it. Mm -hmm. You've been breathing. You've been breathing almost a year now, another year. Come on, come on, come on, go ahead, go ahead. You may not have gotten everything, but what you didn't get doesn't matter. Who God is and what he can do is what matters right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Someone is confronting the challenge right now, and this is the moment for you to switch from the negative to the positive in the name of Jesus Christ. Go ahead, thank him, thank him, give him praise, give him thanks, magnify him, celebrate him, admire him, love on him, come on. <laughs> Woo, thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we praise. King over all kings, <laughs> King over all kings, Lord over all lords, we use human language to try to describe you, but you are beyond describing. <laughs> Your power, we only use what we see and know to try to describe what you can do, but your power is infinitely more than we can comprehend. Ah, the God who has been from eternity and who will be for eternity. We live, we exist in time. We try to use time to measure you, but you cannot be measured. Because you created time, but you don't live inside it. We give you praise. We give you our worship. So we know that our words cannot be enough. But all the same, Heavenly Father, we praise you today. We praise you today. The things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Not only can you do miracles, you are the ultimate miracle. So we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We praise you. We offer the sacrifice of our lips. We celebrate you. We love you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. We thank you for sending Jesus Christ, your son, to die on the cross. Ah. Even for a good man, many people will not but while we were still sinners, you sent Christ to die for us, the ungodly. Ah, 
oh, what manner of love the Father has shown unto us that we should now be called the children of God. Thank you. Not just that you washed our sins away. You cleaned them out forever. You credited the death and resurrection of Jesus into our account. Not only do we have righteousness, we are righteousness personified. <laughs> Woo! Nothing against our record because of the blood of Jesus Christ. That is beyond our comprehension. Thank you for loving us so much. We're grateful in Jesus' name. Can I just pray quickly for the person who says, Pastor, well, my own relationship with God is not okay. My own relationship with God is not okay. I want God to forgive me my sins. I don't want to run my life with my own small brain anymore. God is bigger than me. I want God to help me, to lead me, to guide me. See, all of us were born sinners, and that's the biggest problem of our lives. And even that one, God sent the solution. Jesus already died for your sins and mine. Can we pray together and receive forgiveness of sins? All right, can you put your hand on your heart? Where you are, you may be at any of our physical locations or a part of the service online or on TV. Can you put your hand on your heart and say this prayer after me? Dear God, I believe that Jesus paid for my sins. I ask you to forgive me and to accept me as your child. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, thank you for everyone that said that prayer right now. Thank you because Jesus said there's a party in heaven. There's rejoicing when this happens to one person. So we're just, just, just grateful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Forgiveness of sins. And more than that, you've even removed the nature of sin from them now. That's the miracle of the Holy Spirit. And you put your own nature into them so they can live like you. Be your children. Live like you. Ah, thank you for this miracle. We pray, Father, let them know you personally and teach them to love you and to love other people the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give Jesus a big, 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 big hand clap. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah.